Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. Support for the Nino's Corner Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, folks, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like this content that is coming your way, go hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell. It means a lot, man. But first off, let's get into our sponsor, man. Our sponsor is Manscaped, guys. Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Um, hey, support for the Nino's Corner podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world manscape just launched their fourth generation trimmer the lawnmower 4.0 you heard that right folks the 4.0 join over 4 million men worldwide who trust manscape with this exclusive offer for you 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping uh using the code ninos corner at manscape.com again folks using the, the code ninos corner at manscape.com you see there on that bottom banner right there guys 20 percent off Promo code Nino's Corner at Manscaped. And guys, while you're at it, go get a 10% off promo code NCPeeps10 um, at Nino's Corner Merch.com. Hey guys, it's all the merch that I have. It's my do you merch. You guys, you know, you guys know that I always tell you guys to do you. Don't be afraid to fail. I'll grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, but go to the Nino's Corner merch um, website, 10% off promo code NCPeeps10. Uh, but today, guys, you know why we're here. We're here to talk about week eight recap, Texas versus Baylor. Again, Texas gave up a double digit lead here in the second half to allow the opposition, which this week was Baylor. This is three weeks straight. First against OU, uh, next against uh, uh, Okie State and next against Baylor. Three games in a row. Texas lost when having the lead going going into the second half. Um, Texas loses this game. This. Uh, uh, a horrible game if you're a Texas fan. A horrible game. It seems like this team has learned absolutely nothing on how to close games. Um, we've we've heard about the psychological training that has been going on here now um, just uh, just due to the simple fact that they couldn't close out the last two games. Um, you guys heard my prediction. My prediction, I think, was 38-31 to 31 Baylor. Um, I was the final score, 31-24 Baylor. Um, so I wasn't that far off. I, was, I had the – the point spread, right, which was seven points. Um, but, yeah, guys, let's just get into this, man. This was just not a, a game that you want to remember as a Texas fan, right? It's a game you don't want to remember, man. This is another game that um, Texas, Texas had the opportunity to win this game. Um, a couple of drop balls, man. Josh Moore dropped the ball. He fumbled the ball, too. Um, Marcus Washington, we want Marcus Washington to step up and be that guy. I'm the biggest Marcus Washington fan. He's a hell of a blocker. 
catches the ball really well in space. We had a crucial drop this game. Um, I thought Casey played pretty well this game. Um, but hey, still didn't come up with the dub, guys. But let's just get into these stats, man. Let's look at the NCN offense number for the offensive side of the ball for Texas. Um, Texas's NCN offense, guys, 44.6 points, man. The average offense for um a, a NCAA uh, offense here in a in college football is 40 points. Texas was slightly above average, not saying much. Uh, the opposition, Baylor, 55.12. Uh, so 55.12 points when it comes to the NCN offense. Um, so they were, you know, highly efficient, um, highly effective. Um, talking about the efficiency and the effectiveness of Baylor, 51.39% um, SP rate, which is your successful play rate, guys. And you guys know when I talk about the SP rate, successful play rate is um, it is the actual progression to to actually get a first down, right? So on, on first down, you got to get at least half the yards on first down to be successful on that play. On second down, at least 70 yeah, at least 70% of the yardage. And on third down and fourth down, you need 100% of the yardage on those downs to be successful. So an, an SP rate um, of, of 50 or more is exactly what you want. Baylor had a 51.39 for the entire game. Texas had 35.29 for the entire game. Um, so, guys, we're talking about, uh, you know, two drastic drastic egg extremes here, guys. Texas could not get off the field. Um you know, you know, like just on the defense side of the ball, Texas could not stay on the field for your offensive side of the ball, which is not a good game here for Texas guys. Not a, a, a very efficient offense here. A lot of drop balls, um, fumbles, um, turnovers. This was just not a good game here for Texas. For for the defensive side of the ball, the average NCN defense guys for a college football team is forty five points. Uh, Texas had a forty eight point nine. Not good at all. Slightly above average. And so when you're a team like Texas that has all this talent, you know, so we tout all this talent here at Texas. Um, 49 points, it's not cutting it. Uh, Baylor, they don't recruit to the level of Texas. They they never have, but their defensive coaching is far better than what we have, guys. 64, I'm sorry, 65.6 point NCN defense for Baylor. Um, 25 points, actually 21 points, uh, better than the NCAA average of 45 points. Um, so those are, are, are the team metrics. You know, um, let's take a look at the player metrics now, folks. So week eight player metrics. Uh, the guy that we want to talk about here, let's look at the running backs. Baylor had one thing to do. Um, they they set out to stop B. John Robinson, uh, and they did that. Uh, B. John's NCN rushing was 37.49, his lowest of the season. Um, 17 rushes, I think 43 um, yards, only one first down. One touchdown, no explosive plays. Two out of his 17 attempts were successful plays. Um, horrible for Bijan. This this was not his best game. Um, so, you know, guys, like I said, at 37.49. Um, also, Bijan was not that guy in the passing game either. 8.54 NCN receiving. Uh, two targets, one reception, four yards. Um, so, yeah, no uh, explosive plays, no successful plays, no touchdowns, no first downs. Bijan was not Bijan, and it seems like, you know, just just talking to just a few of my friends here. You guys know I talked to Texas Homer a lot. I talked to te you know to um you know to Stephen from uh, FP. I talked to Lando from the Lando Show. Hey guys, and we we're just talking about uh, look, OU kind of figured out. Hey, this is how you stop him in the second half. 
uh, uh, Oki State kind of figured out, hey, we're going to take it to like another step and really stop Bijan. And then Baylor just mastered it. Um, so if Texas cannot figure out a way how to counter what these defenses have figured out to take Bijan out of the equation, it's going to be a long season for us. Uh, we are definitely staring six and six uh, down the down the barrel right now, guys. Um, so uh, Bijan was one of two running backs to get carries today. The other one was Roshan Johnson, five uh, rushes. 23 yards, NCN of 46.84, so he was above average. Uh, so three first downs um, and three successful plays. So, you know, so Roshan had a, a 60% successful play per attempt rate. Um, but we did not run the ball well at all. Um, so Casey Thompson had a really good game, you know, like when it came to running the ball. I got three attempts for 45 yards. And those are going to be unofficial, you know, metrics, folks. Um, you know, in the NCAA game, um, Rushing yards, you know, every sack you get counts against your rushing yards. I don't do that for for my stats. I like to see exactly how much they rush. I count sacks towards towards your passing stats. It doesn't take a negative, you know, like from your passing yardage, um, but I put that into the passing game and not the rushing game. That's just that's just my metrics. So we did not run the ball well at all. So Baylor basically took the running game away and said Casey beat us, and damn near Casey almost beat him. Casey damn near almost beat him. Um, he had a uh, great, a great uh, bond here with, with uh, Worthy. We know Worthy has been his guy as of lately. Uh, Worthy had a 68.83 NCN receiving, uh, eight targets, four receptions, 115 yards, guys, four first downs. So every catch he had was a first down, um, one touchdown. Three out of his four catches were um, explosive plays, plays graded in 15 yards. And every catch he had was a successful play. I um, mean, he had 66 yards of yak, guys. So his yak, over half of his yards came from yak. The next receiver in line when it comes to the NC double, the NCN metrics um, is Marcus Washington. He had 10 targets, seven receptions, guys, 70 yards, uh, four first downs, one explosive play, six successful plays. He had a 32.26 NCN receiving. So you're saying – Nino, how does he have seven catches on 10 targets and 70 yards and six out of his seven catches were successful plays? How is this NCN lower than the 40-point NCN average for an NCAA athlete? And I'm going to tell you why, guys. Drops. Marcus Washington had a crucial drop, a very crucial job, drop. And if Marcus Washington doesn't have that drop, guys, let me do some quick math for you. If Marcus Washington doesn't have that drop, and I think that pass was around 30, 40 yards. Let's just say 35 yards, okay? And he has uh, 105 yards uh, instead, and he has eight catches. Marcus Washington's NCN jumps up to over 50 points. And so 15, you know, if, if he has 10 targets, eight receptions, 105 yards, um, I'm sorry, it's going to be more than that, guys. It's going to be five first downs. Uh, it's going to be two explosive plays. And it's going to be seven successful plays. You're looking at a guy who had an NCN score of 56.65, so 57 points, which is awesome. Exactly what you need from your number two receiver. Of course, we didn't get that. We didn't get that at all. We got the drop seats today from Marcus Washington. And it was a play that could have extended that drive. And I, I honestly think if Texas gets the ball in that area, they're going to punch it in for a touchdown. Now, 
The next guy in the list that we're going to talk about, guys, is Josh Moore. Joshua Moore, man. NCN receiving a 23.55, 11 targets, five receptions, 65. I'm sorry, 64 yards. I got five first downs. So five receptions, five first downs, one touchdown, one explosive play, and five successful plays. Again, you're probably saying, Nino, how does a guy with five receptions, five first downs, five successful plays, one explosive play, and a touchdown have an NCN of 23.55? Again, Marcus Washington had not only one drop, he had two crucial drops in this game. Not only did he have two crucial drops, he had a fumble also that that uh, was actually recovered by the defense and stalled a drive. Uh, I think Joshua Moore's drop balls and his fumble potentially cost his team at a minimum 10 points. At a minimum, at a minimum, 10 points. Um, so his drops per reception, guys, was 40% drops per reception, which is something that you don't want your wide receiver having. So that's why Josh Moore and um, Marcus Washington's numbers are not what they should be. Those are the only three receivers that got targets and receptions this game. Uh, now, if you look at the tight end position, we've been screaming to have the uh, tight ends have a little bit more usage in the Steve Sarkeesian system. And we got to finally see that uh, we have five targets between the two tight ends, between Kay Brewer and Jared Wiley. Um, so I got a 32.74 NCN uh, for Kay Brewer, three targets, three receptions, only 15 yards. Um, how many first downs he had? No first downs for Kay Brewer. Uh, no successful plays, no explosive plays, no touchdowns. Jared Wiley on there, yeah, he had two targets, two receptions. On the other hand, 23.06 NCN receiving, um, no first downs again, no explosive plays, no successful plays. Uh, you know, actually, actually guys, K, K Brewer had two plays that were successful in nature, um, but neither one of them had drops, no fumbles, but they were just, yeah. I wouldn't say pedestrian, but they were just plays that were that happened. Uh, nothing that was going to wow you from the tight end position. But I totally understand why uh, this offensive line is not the best offensive line that that Texas has has ever filled it. So they got to keep these guys in the block. Look, they just do. It is what it is. Um, so uh, those are the numbers from the tight ends. Um, I already told you guys before about Bijan's numbers when it came to the receiving side of the house and Keelan Robinson. Keelan Robinson. Um, he had one uh, target, one reception for minus one yards, guys. NCN number of 15.4. So, look here, guys. Not the best offensive showcase of, of skills here for Texas in the Week 8 matchup against Baylor. Well, let's talk about some of these team stats here. Uh, well, you know, first off, guys, let's talk about the quarterbacks. Uh, so, looking at the quarterback charts here, if I look at the quarterback charts, you're looking at uh, the successful play rate, the SP rate. Um, I got UT quarterback, so Casey Thompson, and versus the Baylor quarterback. Uh, the the SP rate for Baylor was 54%, average is 40%, right? Um, the SP rate for Casey Thompson was 43%. Um, Rushing-wise, the SP rate for Baylor was 83%, uh, which is great. SP rate for... Um, Casey was 67%, which is also great. However, in the passing game, which is kind of weird, um, Casey had a 41% SP rate. And the Baylor quarterback had a 48% SP rate. So if you go and look at the SP rates per down, um, of course, uh, let's look at we were better on first down. Okay, 47. Actually, it's a tie, 47 to 47%. 
us us against Baylor when it comes to quarterback on second down. Baylor's quarterback was better than ours. 55% SP rate compared to 45% rate for Casey. And on third down, neither were good at all. 25% to 33%. But on fourth down, on fourth down, on those money downs when they needed it, Baylor's quarterback from the passing perspective, 100%. And that was that fourth down and five, I think. And they end up getting, I think, 12 yards on that, on that fourth down play to extend that drive and get a touchdown in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. So, Hey, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. And for Baylor, this was a big-time game. It keeps them with only one loss and an opportunity to play in the Big 12 championship game if they keep winning out. Um, so we've kind of already talked about the Texas offense, the Texas defense, the you know the Baylor offense and defense. But let's go ahead and talk to it per the quarter. So from the offensive side of the ball, Texas, uh, 67.3 point NCN offense from the first quarter, second quarter, horrible, 18.2 points. Third quarter, good, 58.1 points. And then in the fourth quarter, a 30.9 uh, NCAN, I mean, NC, NCN uh, score. So when you're posting uh, a fourth quarter uh, NCN rate of 30.9 and an XP rate of 0% in the fourth quarter, that is drastic for your team. Now, let's take a look at Baylor. Baylor, uh, 62.4 point NCN uh, uh, offensive score in the first quarter. They were horrible also in the second quarter at 17.7. And in the third quarter, they were outstanding, 80.7. In the fourth quarter, 90.2. With a 23% explosive play rate in the fourth quarter to finish up the game for 55 point NCN with a 13% XP rate. Um, so their 13% uh, uh, XP rate was 3% better than Texas's. And, uh, yeah, they thoroughly trashed us here in the second half, took over the lead, and won the game. All right, Texas defense decided the ball. 32.7-point uh, NCN uh, in the first quarter. Second quarter, guys, 65.2. Uh, third quarter, 23.8. And fourth quarter, 16.4 to to finish off with a 49 point, actually a 48.9 point NCN defense. Guys, you take a look at that film, go look at the game again, which I don't want to look at it again, but I'm going to look at it again tonight. But you can look in the third and fourth quarter, hands were on the hips. Baylor players were even saying after the game that they knew they had this because hands on the hips in the fourth quarter, uh, which has shown that we have had horrible NCN uh, uh, defensive scores in the third and fourth quarter for the last four games. And so this is going to be something to to look at going forward. Is it our strength and conditioning coach? Um, are we not focusing on the right things? Do we just not have the stamina to pull this thing out through throughout the whole game? We start off great. We have good NCN defensive scores and offensive scores in the first half, but we cannot sustain in the second half. What is Texas's problem with this, folks? Uh, this is something that Texas has to figure out. They got to figure this out because they cannot continue to lose games like this. Um, it's going to turn. Not only your fan base away, but it's, but it's going to turn recruits away. Uh, you know, so Baylor defense. Baylor defense, guys, 26.9 points in the first quarter, um, 60.9 points in the second quarter, 29 points in the in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, they got a little bit better, 44.6 points in the fourth quarter. They did their thing, um, which is right at the NCAA average, but they finished with a 65.6 point NCN score for the entire game. So, Couple more, a couple more metrics, guys, and I think we're going to be done. You guys kind of get the gist of this game, guys. Texas offense, explosive play yards per down. 
Um, Texas had 183 yards of explosive plays, which accounted for 46.21% of their total yardage. Uh, the majority of those explosive play yards were in the first quarter. 100, I'm sorry, were on first down. 145 of those 183 explosive play yards were on first down. Um, Texas cannot get it going on second and third down when they absolutely needed it. Um, if you go and take a look at Baylor's, it was a little bit more spread out. 216 XP yards um, uh, was accounted for 50.23% of their total yardage. But they spread their out. First down, 77 of those 216 yards were on, on first down. 121 of those 216 yards were on second down. And third down, 18 yards and none on fourth down. But they spread them out across first and second down, made their offense a little bit more multiple, made it um, you know, just, just a little bit uh, more um, – just more juice to the offense. It wasn't predictable. Texas had a very predictable offense this game. Uh, just sitting at home, we can kind of call the plays from the house, uh, which if we can do that, what do you think Dave Aranda and his crew can do? So, guys, let's take a look at one more thing. Um, explosive play. Yeah, fourth quarter. Let's look at the quarters. Explosive play yards per quarter. Like I said, Texas had 183 total uh, XP yards, 78 in the first quarter, 39 in the second quarter, 66 in the third quarter. None, absolutely zero guys in the fourth quarter. Contrast that to Baylor. Most of Baylor's uh, uh, XP yards came in the fourth quarter. They had 60 in the first quarter, 32 in the second quarter, 46 in the third quarter, 78 in the fourth quarter, folks. The majority of Baylor's explosive play yards came in the fourth quarter of those 216 yards. But it's not like all of them came in the fourth quarter. They were balanced. They were a more balanced team when it came to the XP yards, uh, causing them to have an opportunity to spread that ball around the entire game. Dogged our defense out in the third and fourth quarter, and they get the win by seven points on their home field, and they walk away with the dub. Guys, uh, if you're a Baylor fan, great game. If you're a Texas fan, mm, uh, it's the same thing over and over. So we got to figure out what does Texas do from here? What does Texas do? Uh, we got to figure out what is Texas's problem? Why is Texas not uh, having the opportunity to, or not, they have the opportunity. Why aren't they capitalizing on these big leads that they have? Is it the strength and conditioning program? Um, is this the, um, the, the lack of mental fortitude, I guess, to, to push through this wall uh, to, to, to actually finish a game? Um, is it lack of toughness? What is it here at Texas? We got to figure this out, but I think I know what the answer is, but I'm going to have another episode on that later on this week, guys. So stay tuned. I think it has to do something with the offensive line and defensive lines. I got some good analysis that is going to come out for you guys, man. So just be on the lookout for that. I might invite somebody to come on, on the episode with me to actually talk about these things. Um, so, but just be in the lookout. I'm, I'm compiling data as we speak. Um, so yeah, it's going to be some good information, some good data and some very shocking information. If you're a Texas fan and some shocking information, if you're just a football fan in general to see exactly where this program is when it comes to, um, the, the trench warriors. And that's pretty much all I'm going to say on that topic for now, but it's definitely going to come out this week, but guys, man, like I said, uh, another embarrassing loss for Texas, um, three, uh, straight weeks. Uh, losses when having double-digit leads going into the, the second half. Uh, Oklahoma was a 21-point lead. 
um, 11 points against Oklahoma State, another 11-point lead against Baylor, and we end up losing all three games. Should be something that should not be happening. Um, I, you know, I, I said this on the roundtable last week. We kind of talked about this in regards to how is this program going to turn around, and uh, this program is, 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 is not going to truly turn around until your best players, your best players become the coaches on the field, meaning your guys like and, and nothing against the guys that are on the team right now, because I think we got some great players on this team that are going to have some great, uh, some great careers on Sundays. But those guys got to be the ones that are visibly mad. Those guys got to be the ones that are going to kick in your butt, make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do. You want to know why? Because when your best players do that, it sets the tone for the whole organization. You guys know I, I am a military man. And me as a military man, you got to understand that, look, things happen. Things happen. But when if if I am the guy, if I'm the leader, I'm the best guy on this on this on this unit and and I visibly show some kind of frustration, it's going to carry down to the rest of my team. If I'm mad that we're losing, if I'm mad that we're not doing the things we're supposed to be doing, if I'm mad that we're not executing, uh, it shows that I care as the leader. It shows that I want you guys to do better, but it also shows that I'm putting the onus on myself for us to do better things. And I think that's what this program is missing. We don't have that person uh, that puts all the blame on their shoulders and make sure that this team is not going to lose. They're going to will this team to win. And I think that is something that we need here on the 40 acres here, man. But still got a lot of confidence in this team, man, all day long, man. Horns all the way up. You guys know I'm a grad. No matter what this team goes through, I'm always going to be here. Horns always up, man. I can't I can't knock it. It's in my blood, man. I spent four years there. So uh, on that note, guys, man, do you, man. Don't be afraid to fail. I grow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. But also, also, man, uh, hit up get the sponsor get the sponsor man get the manscape sponsor i know you hey steven was laughing at me in my uh in my roundtable discussion man but 20 percent off promo code using the code nino's corner at manscape.com man so uh get that guys helps me out a lot with the uh, sponsorships and also uh the nc peeps 10 nc peeps 10 guys on nino's corner merch get your customized merch man uh you know so nino's corner merch nc peeps 10 Get you 10% off any purchase on there. Hats, um, everything, man. Shirts, hoodie season, sweaters, man. So, uh, but I know, guys, man. Appreciate you guys for dialing in. Um, love you guys, man. And stay tuned for my next episode coming here the next week or so in regards to the big uglies in the trenches and where Texas stands compared to a lot of teams in the nation. Stay tuned, guys. On that note, Nino's Corner, out. <laughs>